This is Missology Beauty Talks. Take a trip down memory lane and get to know the winners of the Big Five and other relevant beauty pageants in this exclusive interview. To watch the previews and succeeding episodes, you can also follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Missology, analyzing beauty pageants since 1999. What the fuck? Because even now, I, I I get like speechless. Why is it important for a beauty to have a good? You do not know how to speak your mind. You're not gonna give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty queen doesn't mean perfection. Now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. Let's <laughs> go, go. My wave became became the Miss International wave. Right, Steven? Money or love? Love. We're live! Good evening, everyone, from Danila, and I am your Missology Editor, Drew, and welcome back to another episode of Beauty Talks. For this special weekday episode, we are joined by Missology International Correspondent, Amir. Hi, Amir. Hi, Drew, and all viewers from across the globe. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, wherever you are. I am so excited, Drew, and we are also joined by our guest panelist, Stephen Diaz. Hi, Stephen. I welcome wait. back. Yes, I'm back. I'm awake at 12 midnight here in <laughs> Japan. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure waking up this late or early for you is going to be worth the wait as I'm we sure, welcome yeah, I'm sure. As we welcome it's, our very special guest for tonight. Fine. So go Amir, take it away. Yeah, so actually I cannot contain my excitement. Super excited, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, our special guest for tonight is a 26 years old software engineering graduate, a women's rights and inclusion activist, and a pageant veteran. In 2017, she represented Mexico at the Miss World's final in Sanya, China, and finished first princess. She made a match awaited comeback last year and was crowned Mexicana Universal 2020 in November. Friends. Let us all welcome the beautiful Miss Universe Mexico 2020, Andrea Mesa. Hey guys! Oh, Hola. Hola, Andrea. <laughs> Hola, I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you for having me. It's our honor and pleasure to have you here, Andrea. And before we start, we're going to say thank you to your organization for allowing you to be with us today. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. We're very happy to do this. How are you? How are you in this moment of time? I'm great. Um, I'm a little bit crazy with all the activities I have to do and I have to prepare for Miss Universe, but I'm very excited. I'm enjoying this journey so much. And uh, well, I'm happy to be here. It's 10 a.m. here in Mexico City. 
And well, I had a lot of activities after our, our, after interview. our live. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I'm happy that we managed to have this space in order to talk with you and yes. be able to talk with the audience that is worldwide. And that's amazing. Yeah, and I just want to say Andrea. thank you for Ophelia. Of course, Ophelia is so sweet and she's always um, helping me with all the interviews. It's very, very nice. Okay. Now, Andrea, you mentioned that after this live, you have a very busy schedule. So yeah. I want to know, what is, a basic, what is a typical busy day like for you as a Miss Universe Mexico? Well, first I have to say that every day is different. All my activities mm -hmm. are changing constantly because, well, I have a lot of classes in order to prepare for the universe, but also I have a lot of activities as Mexicano Universal. Like all, all the past weekends I have been traveling. I was in Chihuahua and then the, the week, weekend before that I was in Colorado, Albuquerque, and also in other cities here around the country. And I love that about being Mexicano Universal that I get to travel. I mean, of course, because of the pandemic, it's been hard to travel. But mm, yes. lately we have managed to do it a little bit more with all the, the, the measurements that we should uh, have in order to take care of myself and other people. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of classes after these. I have a class, I think today is my public speaking class. Then after mm -hmm, that, perfect. I have other, yeah, I love it. <laughs> after that, I have other interviews. Then I have to run for my workout. Then I have runway class and then I have to prepare everything for tomorrow because I have to prepare everything in advance in order mm -hmm. to wake up very early and don't be running in the morning and rushing. So I usually go to bed around 11, 12 p.m., 12 a.m., I mean, and wake up around 6.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. That wow. sounds like a very, very busy schedule for you. <laughs> so I'm sure that I'm sure that having a rest is something that you you always look up look forward to every day so i want yeah. at this point i want to know because early i asked you about a busy day i want to know what do you do on your rest days when i had a very busy week and i'm so tired i dedicate my saturday to just lay in bed maybe read something mm -hmm. but i would be like a vegetable on my bed just not moving at all <laughs> But that's when I'm super tired. When I'm not, I like to go out. I have a park next to my house, so I like to go to the park, uh, run a little, yeah. then have a coffee with my roommates, enjoy with them. Because when I'm so busy, I don't have enough time to hang out with my friends or with my family. My family is far away from here. So anytime mm -hmm. I have a chance or free time, I like to call them or uh, meet my friends that are here around the city. Because being with them fills me with energy and Yes. I think that's something I need to keep going on and keep on going with my preparation. Yeah, and uh, you, oh, you've already mentioned how busy your schedule is and definitely winning Mexicano Universal has put your life on the spotlight. But yeah. could you tell us something that most people still do not know about you? I think I'm very open and people mm -hmm know everything about myself. I don't have any hidden talents. I mean, I love uh -huh. singing, but I think that's something that people know about me. Um, if probably if there's something that people don't know is that I love being around my family. My family is the most important thing in my life and being mm. far away from them is sometimes hard for me. Uh, I have been living by myself for the last four years, maybe. 
but still I managed to see them every once in a month. But now I've been so focused on my preparation that I haven't been able to see them. I went to Chihuahua last weekend. I, I asked Ophelia if I could go because it was my dad's birthday and my mom just had surgery. So it was really important for me to be with them. And I think that's something that maybe I don't show too much on my social media because it's everything about mm -hmm. me and about maybe looking pretty or things like that about Miss Universe, but not really about them. But they are the most important people in my life. And wow. let's have a let's have a let's give a quick shout out to your family, to your mom and dad. Hello if you're yeah. watching. <laughs> Hi, Hi everyone from Mexico. <laughs> Hola. And now at this point, we want to know a little bit more about you. And then and so we will play a little game called this or that. Okay. So Amir, what are the mechanics of this game? Yeah, we will just ask you to pick uh, between two words or two scenarios and just explain us briefly why and yeah that's it as simple as that so are okay. you now ready i okay. am ready <laughs> i love a girl who's always ready <laughs> okay so the, the okay, first sure. one sorry the first one is facebook or instagram oh instagram totally i I spend most of the, my time on Instagram is social media that I use the most. And I love it because it's only pictures and videos and no more. <laughs> the next and one. Coffee, coffee or tea? tea? That's a hard one, but I have to say coffee. I love having a coffee in the morning. It really changes my day when I'm in a rush and I don't have time to have breakfast. I have to have a cup of coffee. Wow. Next one. Dogs or that's, cats? That's a tough one because I have both. I have a dog and a cat. <laughs> um, that's very hard for me. I love them. Can I choose both? <laughs> yeah, sure. What's the name of your, your uh, fur babies? Uh, my doggy's name is Mia, and uh -huh. my cat's name is Onis. Oh, <laughs> nice. They're, they're both girls, and I love them so much. They live in Chihuahua with my family, so I miss them a lot. Oh. Next one, please, Drew. Taco tacos or burrito? <laughs> I'm going to go with tacos. I love tacos. They're part of the Mexican cuisine. So, uh, yeah. I mean, burritos are also from where I come from, like that are from Chihuahua. Mm, but tacos is the most easiest uh, food or dish that you can have when you are around the city and you don't have enough time to cook something. Yes. <laughs> also, they would have to be vegan because I'm vegan. <laughs> okay, v vegan tacos for yeah. Andrea. Okay. Next, next one. City or countryside? Country. I guess if, if, if it's for a living, I would shoot the city, but I love the mm -hmm. countryside. I enjoy it so much. Mexico has such beautiful places here in the countryside, and I enjoy going for the weekend there with my family or my friends. So I, I guess I like to have a balance between them. Yes. And you are currently in the city? Sorry, Drew. Are you not currently in the city, right? I am currently in Mexico City, yeah. Okay, next one, please, Drew. Swimsuit or long gown? Ooh, I love the elegance of the long gown. I love it how you can, like, 
portray your personality and all this elegance and walking around very very slowly but it looks like on slow camera i love that i think that's the most inspiring um part of the, the contest when i'm watching it i love it but also the swimsuit it's it's mm -hmm. so fun and it's so wild and i love it too but i'm gonna go with longa okay <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Next Drew. one. Sneakers or high heels? Oh, totally and definitely sneakers. I love being yes. around with wearing sneakers. They're so comfortable. I wear high heels when I have maybe a dinner or when I'm like working at Mexicano Universal. But in my daily life, I always wear sneakers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next one. Would you rather be able to fly or turn invisible? Be able to fly, but if I could choose other superpower, like my favorite one in the world is teletransportation. Mm -hmm. I think it's the best superpower that we have. Oh, that's, that's something new. <laughs> I, I learned. Yeah because, yeah, because I mean, you don't need to fly or to run so fast or to turn invisible. You just have to go somewhere else in a second. That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. I love <laughs> that it. would be awesome. Yeah. The next one, would you rather be in a zombie outbreak or an alien invasion? It's an alien invasion. I just don't like zombies. I'm so terrified <laughs> of them. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Next one, from zombies, we go now to, would you rather know how the world began or how the world could end? Oh, definitely know how the world began. I don't really want to know how we will be, how we did or how it's going to be the ending of the world. Okay. Uh, and I'm very curious about how everything started. There's so much theories and I would really like to know the truth. Okay. Yes. Okay. The next one, would you rather lose all your old memories or never be able to make new ones. I guess lose all my old main memories. Yeah, because mm -hmm. um, I mean, we can always start over. So mm -hmm. if I lose all my memories, I guess inside me, there's going to be something that will tell me who I really am, even if I don't have all those memories. And I will be able to create a new story about myself. Okay. <laughs> Next that was such a nice answer. <laughs> more time or more money? Oh. Huh? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with more money because we don't really know how much time are we going to be here in Earth and everything is a cycle and we came here to uh, fulfill a purpose. And I mean, we don't really need much time. It's like trying to seek for being, um, how do you say that? Like um, immortal? Mm -hmm. What would you immortal. do with all that time? What would you do yeah. if you were immortal? I don't see the point of that. Okay. So, I, I... so at least would money. You more you more money? I would go with more money. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need more money for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Drew. 
<laughs> Would you rather be criticized or ignored? Be criticized. Um, being mm. ignored is not fun. And being here as a beauty queen, we don't like to be ignored because we want to be uh, heard. We want to be seen because we have something to say. And if we are criticized, it's maybe because some people get uncomfortable with our opinions. And that's okay yes. because everyone has a different opinion all the time. So be criticized. Mm-hmm. And the last one, and Amir's favorite. Yes. Crown <gasps> or romance? <laughs> Crown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very focused on my journey on Miss Universe. And right now, I don't really feel that I have that much time for romance. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't want, that I don't want it. But uh-huh. I'm working so hard to win the Miss Universe crown. That is all what I'm focusing right now. Wow. Thank you, Andrea, for gamely answering our this or that questions. I loved your <laughs> answer when you said more yeah. money. It's, 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 it's a different answer from the, the other girls who yes. interviewed you. <laughs> you, yeah, got, you, you gave a, a good justification why you chose that. <laughs> So, yeah. At this point, at this point, I want to yes. At this point, I want to pass the mic to Amir for his questions uh-huh. about your pageant journey. So okay. we'll be talking now about your pageant journey. So um, before you, we talk about your preparation for Miss Universe. I want to touch on your stint on Miss World. So what was your fondest memory of competing in Sanya China? I have so much memories uh miss world and they are amazing i enjoyed it so much it has been one of the best experiences in my life it totally changed me so i think it's hard for me to choose one but if i mention maybe two one of the best memories i have is when we had the talent competition the talent show Mm-hmm. So I practiced a lot in my preparation. That was something that I was very enthusiastic about. And I don't really knew if I was going to do well at that um, competition. But when everything started, we had the castings and I started making it into the top. Like first it was the top 50, mm-hmm. then top 20, uh, top 30, then top 20. And I was in the top 20 and I couldn't believe it because I love singing, but I never had classes before. I took classes for just like two months. So it was very exciting for me. So when the time came and we were on that stage, it was just magic. Just picture this, I was on stage, it started meaning. I was singing, um, oh my God, I forgot the name of the song. But it, um, <laughs> Angel, Angel, Angel from Sarah McLachlan. Okay. And, uh, I love that song and it started raining and then uh, Stephanie Del Valle came on stage with umbrella and she stood next to me wow. while I was singing and that was so beautiful and I could see everyone's faces just enjoying the moment even uh, that they were getting so wet <laughs> but everyone had, <laughs> was having a good time and I remember going down stage and it was a cameraman waiting for me and he asked me like, how do you feel? And I started crying. And I, I remember his face like scared, like what's happening? And I, I told him, don't worry, I'm crying because I'm so happy. I feel so fulfilled right now. This is one of my biggest dreams. And I didn't win the competition. I, I was in the top five, but that 
top five for me was like winning because I didn't expect to have such a good place because there's yeah. so talent, so much talented girls. There were professional dancers, professional singers, and I was in that top five from 120 countries. So for me, that mm -hmm. was, I think that was the best moment of the competition. The other one, of course, it was the, the final. I think in that moment, it, it was the moment where I felt most happy and the adrenaline was running through my body. And I could feel like it was just once in a lifetime experience. And I was living it, like giving it giving everything from myself. And mm -hmm. I don't regret anything that I did that night. I remember it as, with such happiness. And I'm sure that when I'm, I go to the university, I will feel again that kind of energy. And that makes me so excited that I really wanted to be already May 16. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I just want to mention, that was very sweet of Stephanie to go up the stairs yeah. and bring you the umbrella. Hi to so Stephanie, sweet. she's watching right now. Okay. I love Stephanie, oh, Stephanie watching. Sending you uh, lots of kisses. Okay. Love you. <laughs> now, Andrea, I believe even before Miss World, you're so competitive. What more now in this universe? But I just want to know, um, what lessons did you learn from Miss World that you were able to apply in Mexicana Universal? Well, I guess I learned that you don't have to compare yourself with anyone else. Because mm. I mean, it sounds a little cliche, but it's truth. Because you have to focus on your journey. You have to actually analyze yourself and ask yourself, what are your strengths? And what are the things that you can keep working on that you can be better at? And uh, focus on that and focus on your own journey. Because if you start looking on other, other girls' journeys and start comparing yourself with them, that's not going to make you succeed. Because everyone is different. And I, I understood that when I was in Miss World. I mean, I kind of knew it before, mm -hmm. but it was much clear when I was there in China. Everyone is just so different. We all come from different places, different cultures. We all look different, but at the same time, we all are beautiful. And that's when I understood that I had to just express myself and let the people get to know me just as who I am. And I think that's what made me go into the top, uh, I mean, first, uh, second, what? Uh, first first princess. <laughs> first runner-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I think that letting people get to know me as who I am, that's what made me get into that spot. Wow. Now, in relevant to that uh, first runner-up you mentioned, you were already first runner-up in Miss World. And joining Mexicana Universal meant going back to square one. So I just want to know what inspired you to give Miss Universe Mexico a shot? Well, Miss Universe for me has always been a dream. I remember watching the Miss Universe show when I was a young girl and get so excited. Mm -hmm. And I remember when Jimena Navarrete won Miss Universe. And for me, it was life-changing because... I mean, I, I actually didn't believe that us as Mexicans could go that far and could shine and be on the top of the world or the universe. <laughs> and uh, that, that was my inspiration. And for me, it was always Miss Universe. And now that I look back, I realized that Miss World was at my school and that I didn't win because 
I had to be at Miss Universe because that's what really motivated me in the first place. Uh, so that's why I did it. And a lot of people criticized me when I decided to join Mexican Universal Ooh. because I, I needed to start in my States. And I didn't yes. care. I was like, okay, I want to compete. And I, I'm not expecting a different uh, treat or a different, uh, yeah, like they treat me different because I was yes. already uh, uh, an international winner. Um, that's why I joined like everyone else in my state, Chihuahua, and I applied and I, I, I did all the, the process that I needed to do. And a lot of people criticized me for that and said that, or asked me, asked me if I was not afraid of losing mm -hmm. what I already had. Like if participating in Mexicano Universal would make me lose my first runner up spot. That's not mm -hmm. possible. I already have my trophies at my home. Yes. I have the memories <laughs> and nothing that would happen in Mexicana is going to take that away. And that's why I decided to start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was about to say uh, the, the gamble paid paid off because you, you won. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was really meant for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I think so. I think now, so. Mm -hmm. now, did did it ever come to your mind, or did, did you ever expect to win Miss Universe Mexico? Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, uh, when I joined Mexican Universal, oh. I had I had the focus on Miss Universe. So in order to be at Miss Universe, I had to win Mexican Universal, of course. And mm -hmm. that was that was always on my mind. And every time I felt so tired when I was in the competition, I remember. Having a shower, shower, and I was thinking like, is is this really what I want? Because I was so tired at that point that I was questioning myself. And then I was like, yeah, of course, of course, this is what you want. And in order to be at Miss Universe, you have to do this. You have to be strong. And I remember like me crying a little bit, then clear my tears <laughs> and keep going on the competition. Actually, there's one thing that I would like to ask. Um which is a little bit different from the one that you asked Amir a while ago. Um, I want to know what, what, what was your plan just in case you didn't win? Um, um, MU course, Mexico. I'm going to have a backup plan, but it had, didn't, it had anything to do with concepts or beauty platforms. I started a new clothing brand. It is a sports brand. And that I, I started that during the pandemic because I wanted to try something different. I didn't work for like four or five months and I wanted to reinvent myself. And that's why I started that. And I said, okay, if I don't win Mexicano Universal, then I have this and it's something that I'm passionate about too, because I love sports. And I think this is a good way to promote uh, this uh, sporty life. So that was my backup plan, but also I could not picture myself not going to the universe. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. Just positive vibes, right? Yeah, okay. totally. <laughs> now, um, let's go back to the winning moment. Okay, a winning moment is usually something that beauty queens like um, you'll always remember for the rest of your lives. So take us back to the moment when you were crowned Miss Universe Mexico. What was running through your mind? Oh my God, I love things because I have to admit that we were 
super tired. We started recording at 9 p.m. And I was crowned at 7 a.m. from the next day. So it was wow. a long night. Um, it was like 5 a.m. And we were like, oh, come on, just, just let's do this. And let's crown the winner and let's go to bed, please. <laughs> <laughs> but after answering all the questions of the top 10, I felt very confident about my answer. And I felt pretty confident that I could win and go to Miniverse. So they were mentioning all the girls. And I remember I was so agitated and a little nervous because they were mentioning the, the winners of other contests. So they mentioned the winner that was going to um, Miss uh, Charm. Uh, yes. Charm okay. and uh, Hispano Americana and uh -huh. uh, Latino Americana Universal. And mm -hmm. they were mentioning them. So every time they were going to mention the winner, I would feel so agitated, like <laughs> saying, like saying to myself, "Please, I, I don't, I don't want." I mean, it's not that I didn't want to go to those page, those pageants, but I really wanted to go to Miss Universe. So yeah. I was just waiting for them to not mention my name. <laughs> so every time they didn't mention my name, I was like, "Okay, we're still in the competition. Okay, this is good. This is good." <laughs> and they kept on going. And at the end, I just felt it. it. It is weird because I felt peace in me. I was just so happy. I was enjoying the moment. I forgot that I was super tired and I didn't sleep mm -hmm. that day. And when they mentioned my name, it, it just felt like it was meant to be. It's so weird. Um, and, and it also was weird because we didn't have an audience. So there was no, nobody like cheering. Uh, my family was not there. And mm -hmm. it was different from all the other experiences I have had. But it was, it was great because I had my friend. I couldn't believe it. When Lupita Jones approached me and she had the sash and the crown. I was like, oh my God, this is real. Like, this is real. I'm going to Miss Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I texted my, my state director and my family immediately after well, after having breakfast, because I went straight to breakfast, I was so hungry. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was 7 a.m. Yeah, it was 7 a.m. I texted my family, my national director, and they were crying. And it felt so amazing. Like, all the efforts, all the work that we did for almost a year. And we had the crown. That's awesome. Because I always have believed that this is not only my job. This is mm -hmm. a, a team effort. And it feels so good when your team feels proud of you and when we realize that all the work uh, has been paid off. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, and then um, so far as a Miss Universe Mexico, um, what has been your most memorable experience as Miss Universe Mexico? Mm, well, one of the things that I love the most about being the representative of my country it's being able to go with to meet the people and have different like activities but since we are in a pandemic that's been hard so i have to say that the most memorable thing it's been well, i have two one of them it, it was last weekend when i went to albuquerque and well albuquerque and denver colorado because i got to meet a lot of people and I love that the Latin community in the United States is so huge and mm -hmm. they're so passionate about beauty contests. And I, I know. love that I, yeah, I love 
it. And I met a lot of young girls that are trying to participate in different beauty patterns. And they were, they have a lot of questions. They were so curious about my journey in, in this world. And I got to, to share with them my experiences and to share with them a little, maybe um, like tips that they could use at, at their contests. And I loved to see their faces and they were so excited and they were so happy that we were having that moment. And that's inspiring for me because at the end, that's why we're here. We are trying to inspire other people. Maybe if they're trying to be in a pageant, but maybe they're trying to sit and wherever they're working at. And my duty as Mexican Universal or as uh, a representative of Miss Universe is to inspire them, to keep on going, to work hard for their dreams and to don't give up. And I know that it's going to be hard. It's been hard for me plenty of mm -hmm. times, but uh, being here and looking back into my life makes me realize that it is possible. So basically it was this journey to, to Albuquerque in Denver. Okay, wow, I love it. Now, <laughs> I think you've been inspiring a lot of, you know, girls and even young girls or children in particular. So, Drew will now be asking to you your advocacy work. Drew, take it okay. now, Drew. Yes. Yeah, but be before I, I talk about it, I just want to touch on something. Earlier, I flashed one of your photos during your media tour. And yeah. this photo oh. on the left, when you were... Um, of a, a dress inspired by the Philippine Perno actually yeah. went viral here in the Philippines at that time. Yeah. It was written by the media, it was all over the news. So can you tell us more about the story of this photo? Of course. Um, Katrina Gray is one of the, the beauty queens that inspired me the most. And well, she's mm -hmm. from the Philippines. And I loved all the clothes that she has worn. And I, I think those uh, sleeves are so iconic. And when I started investigating, I realized that it was uh, an, like a national uh, costume from the Philippines. And uh, I remember yes. when we were preparing all my outfits for Mexicano Universal, I asked my team, I want to have a dress inspired in the Filipino terno. Please, please, please. I just love it. I think it's so elegant. And I want to, it's like thanking the people from the Philippines because I have yes. had so much support from you people and I'm so thankful for that. And <laughs> I, I love it. And you have been with me since I was at Miss, at Miss World. And I love that my voice and my image has gone through, to that places because mm -hmm. I mean, being a, a, a world or a Miss Universe is about that. Touching people from different places around the world and having followers from the Philippines, from India, from Yes. places where Definitely. I haven't been at it's very inspiring so it was a, a way of me thanking you for all the support and also because one of my favorite Miss Universe queens uh, is from the Philippines oh. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a nice story now we know the whole story of the, the dress I have to say the dress was really executed really well and it looks yes. good on you thank so you now, I love I wanna, um, yes, oh, yes. Yeah, go, go ahead Andrea <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say that I loved it, um, but I, I didn't find the occasion to wear it in, during competition. But I think it was better that way because I got to use them as a media tour. And I think it had way more impact being already yes. Mexicano Universal. 
the the butterfly sleeve actually was a big thing during the late 1980s and early 1990s at Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA station. I'm pretty sure that Lupita Jones could attest to that because during her time, I guess there were so many delegates who wore that kind <laughs> of design in their evening yeah. competition. Exactly. And it's yeah. now yeah. coming back, actually. It's now it's back again. It's just yeah. like a side and I love it. I, I want Drew. to wear one again at Miss Universe. I have to. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, before Drew, I just want to give a shout out to your national director, Lupita Jens. Thank you so much for allowing you with us. Before I Hi, Lupita. Thank you, Lupita. Better Lupita. Uh, <laughs> one of the best okay. in this universe. So now at this point, uh, we want to talk about your advocacy work. Uh, on your social media, you've been very vocal and active about it. So, um, and in your mission risk profile, you mentioned that as an activist, your, your focus is on, is on women's rights and inclusion. So please, could you tell us more about this? Well, yeah, I want to use my voice as Mexicano Universal and the thought that I'm going to have as Miss Universe to talk about the harassment, the street harassment that we live daily uh, in our cities, but also about the gender violence, because it is something that is happening here in my country and that it makes me very, very sad, but I know that is not exclusive from Mexico, that it happens all mm -hmm. around the world. And I think it's time to talk about it. Of course, we have been talking about it more and more, but we need more people to realize that this is an issue that we are living in our society because we have normalized it so much. We believe that, it, I, I don't really know the world in English, but we call it piropo, when you're going on the street and someone uh, calls you, hey, beauty, hey, do you want to come? Things like that. They're so Cat uncomfortable. Calling. Yeah. Cat calling, yeah, exactly. Thank you. And they're so uncomfortable and they think it's funny. And even us as women, we sometimes laugh about it. And I think we have to stop doing that. And we have to realize that it's harassment. And this is just one representation of violence against women. There are plenty. And we're talking about femicide. We're talking about um, the micromachismos that we have them so normalized in our society and we have it in our culture. But not because it has been in our culture for years and years, it means that it's right. Yes. And we're talking about also about gender roles. Not because we are so used to them mean that it's right. And that's why I'm going to talk about it in this universe because I believe it's the topic that it's not as visible as it should be. And in order to change things in our society, we have to talk about it. We have to make people change their beliefs. And well, that's why I've been working on that. And also it's very important for me because I realized this only about three years ago. And at some point I was angry with myself. Like, how could you not be, how could you not realize this before? Yes. I come from Chihuahua and the violence against women there is very harsh. Did you know that, that 10 women die here because of femicide in Mexico? That's a lot and that shouldn't yes. be happening. But I didn't realize that before. I would see this pink crosses around the city and I didn't realize the meaning of it. Do, do you know the meaning of mm -hmm. a pink cross? It means mm -hmm. uh, uh, death of a woman because of femicide. And we see that around the city, but because they're always there, we don't really see them anymore. But I think yes. it's important that every time we see them, 
we realize the meaning of it. And we understand that we have to change the pattern in order to have a better society. So I started working with the Municipal Institute for Women in Ciudad Juarez. And right now we have this campaign that is about street harassment. Because mm -hmm. we realized that in Ciudad Juarez, um, one of the, the most dangerous spots in the city is downtown. And there's where the women are harassed and there's where they are kidnapped. And we implemented this like street, secure street for women. We have um, security and we also have new sanctions because it is not only making the people conscious about it, but we have to implement sanctions for the people that are doing this so that they yes. realize that it is wrong. But also, even if we have laws, if we don't change the way that we think as society, we are not going to apply that, those laws. And that's why I want to keep talking about it. To, slowly be changing people's mindset. Yes, and that is very noble of you to put this issue forward, these issues forward, because as a, as a beauty queen, as Miss Universe Mexico, you have the platform and the voice to actually do exactly. and make a change. So exactly. thank you, and, thank and you for sharing. I wanna, thanks. And I want to add a little bit more about it. Yes, mm, yes, Andrea. When I realized it, my, my sister is a feminist. She, was, she became a feminist before I did. And I have learned so much from her. And she's one of the, the people that inspire me to, to keep talking about this. So after I joined Mexicano Universal, I really wanted to give a purpose to the crown. I really mm -hmm. wanted to do something meaningful. Of course, I have given this, mean, this meaningful um, aspect to the crown by inspiring with my story. Because I think it, it is also inspiring like how I managed to overcome all the all the difficult situations that I have had in life. But I wanted something more. And talking with my sister and talking about the topics at my house and be and, and actually realizing that even my family was rejecting this kind of thoughts made me realize that I have to do something about it. Because if this is happening in my own house, it is happening in other people's house. And that's why I, I wanted to give this meaning to my crown. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your, your advocacy work, uh, Andrea. And now at this point, we want to talk and move forward about to, to talk about your preparations for Miss Universe. So sure. um, a, lot, a lot of fans are excited to know some details about the preparations. But I want to I want to ask how different are you preparing now for Miss Universe compared to when you were uh, preparing for Miss World? If I'm being honest, I think my preparation for Miss Universe has been more complete. I have mm -hmm. a lot of teachers and coaches that are helping me. And I I feel so proud and feel so thankful with Lupita and with the Mexicana Universal organization because they're giving me everything I need for Miss Universe. And of course, I, I received a lot of support from my past organization and I love them and they're very good friends of mine but I just think that we are more focused right now and I also think that I'm more mature and that now I really know why I want to be there and what I want to do with the craft and I think that's making the difference mm -hmm. so, and um, 
what has been uh, the most difficult thing that you had to do while preparing for Miss Universe? Mm, I can't say that my classes are being difficult. Mm. Um, I love them and I enjoy them so much. My coaches are amazing. They're so intelligent and talented and I love learning from them. Probably the most difficult thing that I have done during this this time is being far away from people. I moved to Mexico City. I used to live in Guadalajara. Now I'm here. And sometimes being alone, it's difficult. Of course, I'm surrounded with my team, but not having a family member, not having a good friend around, it's sometimes hard. And yes. uh, well, right now, my roommate is here. And that's good for me because I, I <laughs> Uh, I have someone that is next to me supporting me. Well, we are supporting each other, but when she's gone, it is very hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You mentioned earlier uh, that you love singing, and it's also yeah. mentioned in your fun facts on your Miss Universe profile. So, if there's a song that best describes the whole journey so far from Hika Universal to preparing for Miss Universe, what would it be? That's a good question. I, well, maybe it's not only about my preparation for Miss Universe or Mexican Universal, but this song, um, I, I love it. And it's Skyscraper from Demi Lovato. Yes. Because I think it kind of relates with my story, how you can feel that you're in the bottom and that you don't find a way to keep on going, but there's always a way. And the, the energy that you need is inside you. Yeah. I will be rising from the ground like a exactly. skyscraper. Like it's I love that song. And I will, I'm, I'm not gonna ask the next question because you already mentioned earlier that uh, Contriona Grace, one of the Miss Universe winners that inspired you. So we will move forward to one of the most awaited segments on Beauty Talks called Ask the Queen. So over the past week, we asked the fans to send in the questions and we picked the best ones. So are you ready to answer the fans' questions? I'm ready. Okay, so I'm going to flash the questions. Amir, please uh, guide uh, Andrea. So the first question. When you're on you mute, Amir. Oh. <laughs> you're on mute, Okay, Amir. from Aru. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. From Arugia Diet Plants, when do you feel the most confident? Definitely when I'm on stage. Mm -hmm. Feeling the energy of the uh -huh. audience, feeling the energy of being on stage is so powerful. Every time I put a, a foot on the, the stage, I can feel myself changing and transforming into something bigger. And uh, I don't know, it just my personality changes once I am on the stage. And I love that because it makes you bring all the power that you have within you. Mm -hmm. Next one, Drew. We can't, wait to, we can't wait to see you on the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you'll be turning like a lot. <laughs> From Kinjan15, and this is a hypothetical scenario. You're standing in front of a thousand people who dislikes you. What will you say to them? Oh, it's a different one. <laughs> yeah, I guess I will be polite and I will be just myself. 
if they don't like me, it's not because of me, it's maybe because of them and their beliefs and their idea that they have about me. So I would treat them just as I treat anyone else. I love it. <laughs> An attitude of a beauty queen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now from Robin355, will you marry a man who less successful than, than you? Why or why not? That is a tough one. Um, I will marry someone that has ideals, that has goals, and that is hardworking, and that is willing to work hard for his own uh, ideas and goals. I cannot say if I would marry someone that is less or more successful than I am, because I don't think that's relevant. The relevant thing is their the way they see their, their life, their values, and how willing they are to to actually pursue their dreams. Yes. Wow. I, I, lo- I loved how we worked around that that question. <laughs> that, that was a good one. That was a good one, Andrea. Yeah. Next, Drew. From our, D, from our David Boy, do you think women are superior to men? No. I think we are equal and that we all are valuable, that we have different characteristics and different ways of live life. But at the end, no one is more than anyone else. Wow. Love it. And you still have Drew? Yeah, the final question from the fans. And the final question from the fans from I am Leo. Where do pageants stand in this time of a pandemic? Well, I guess as beauty queens, we have to be a spokesperson and talk about the issues that we are living as a society and inspire people, as I was saying before, inspire them to keep working and to don't give up and to find a way to to keep succeeding. And I know it's been hard. And we have to make conscious that we are losing lots of lives and that it's something very, very sad. And we have to ask the people to take care of themselves and to take care of the people that are around them. Because we cannot wow. just think about ourselves. We have to think about others. If we want, if, um, if we want to get out of this situation, we have to work as a team. We have to work as a society. We cannot do it alone. Ooh. So, thank I... you, thank you, Andrea, for answering the fans' questions. We have a lot more, but unfortunately, we can only <laughs> accommodate five from, on the show. But <laughs> thank you to all the fans. Thank, thank you to all the fans who submitted questions. questions. Thank you. That was so, just the rehearsal, will... actually. Yeah, that was just Sorry? a rehearsal because. Oh. I'm... <laughs> because. <laughs> The next segment is going to be a little bit tougher. So we'll give you a few seconds to breathe. Breathe in, do that. <laughs> because this is the Q&A challenge. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. okay. So in this, in this segment, we have 10 questions assigned numbers from 1 to 10. But we'll only ask three questions from you. So okay. if there's, let's just imagine that there's a, an invisible bowl in front of you. And you will pick a number. So please give us your first number. Okay, pick five. a bowl from pick a number. Number five. <laughs> mm. Number five. Question number five. 
Oh, a little bit of final reaction. I love it. My, I think my internet connection is having problems. Okay. So. Okay. Question number five here. In light of many recent political controversies, do you feel as a title holder it is better to take a neutral stance or express your personal opinion on the issue at hand? This is something that I have always questioned myself because as a beauty queen, we have the opportunity to have a microphone and a camera and to let a lot of hundreds of thousands or millions of people listen to us and listen to our opinion. And I always question myself if it was right to give my personal opinion about something. And I realized that there is no use of keeping a neutral stance. We have to express our personal opinion because that's the power that we have within us. We can change the world and we have the power to change it through our world and through our actions. And we have this spotlight, we have to use it in order to make things better. So I would definitely say my personal opinion all the time. Wow, love it. Good job. Good job on your first question. Okay. <laughs> Next, Second, you pick another you give number. Us another, yeah, another number. Let's go ball. with... <laughs> <laughs> seven. <laughs> okay, question number seven. This was asked, I believe in Miss Universe 2016. Oh. Name something over the course of your life that you failed at and tell us what you learned from that experience. Well, I guess I've failed lots of times uh, during my life and that's something human and that is normal and we have to realize that we will always learn something from the failures and that is the power of those mistakes. If I have to mention one, I would choose the times that I have failed during other beauty competitions, the times when I felt ugly, the times when I felt stupid, for all those times when I thought that it was not enough and I failed to win the crown because I was sabotaging myself. What I learned, I learned that I'm perfect the way I am and that we can always work in order to be better. But there is nothing wrong with ourselves. We have to keep working, we have to keep preparing, but we should never forget who we are and why are we doing this. Crown is yours. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Amir. And the final final number, number, Andrea, the last number. Okay. Please pick the last number. Two. Okay, number two. Mm -hmm. This is a short question, but a meaty one. Why do you think it's freedom of the press important? It is so important because we're living in a crazy world and there is always crazy things happening around the world, good and bad. And the press should have the freedom to express what is actually happening because we have to be informed. We shouldn't keep living in a world that is, uh, that we're, where we are banning some topics. We have to actually know what is happening in order to act 
in order to react to that actions, in order to work as a society to keep going and be a better place for our people. If press doesn't have that freedom, we don't really know in where in the place that we are living at. We don't really know what's happening on the other side of the world. And we need to have that because we are a globalized world. You are so ready, Andrea. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Andrea. I know that was intense, but thank you. Thank it you was, for but thank you. The Q&A challenge. This is, this this is, is training, practice. actually. <laughs> a very good training, right? Yeah. yeah so uh, before before we move, I'm going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Before we move forward, I just want to give a quick shout out to all our viewers from Mexico and all over the world. Thank you for tuning in. Good morning, Hi. good afternoon, or good evening, wherever Forever. you are. Good evening, especially Hello to all the Mexican fans there. All of yeah. Thank you guys. Gracias, chicos, por estar aquí viéndonos. Thank you to everyone that is watching us around the world. Thank you to the people from the Philippines. From uh, Stephen, are you from the Philippines too? Are I'm from the Philippines, but I live in Japan. Okay, so hello to all the people from <laughs> Japan. If you're watching us and from elsewhere, I also have a lot of followers from India. Guys, thank you so much for the support. Yes. Sending you lots of kisses. I am so happy to be here and I cannot wait to be at the Miss Universe competition. This is the biggest dream that I've had in my life. And it's so great that we have people like you supporting us. And I think it's very important to support our candidates and to show them our appreciation and our love. And if we don't like other candidates, just don't comment. Just don't try to, to, make, uh, to make them feel sad because there's no yes. point on that. We have to empower each one another. And I am very grateful for other people that is always supporting their queens. Maybe if they're supporting me, but they're supporting their candidates, that's something that I feel so thankful for because it's very empowering. And I love reading all those messages with uh, Mexico, um, de Mexico and um, yeah. with all the hearts. And yes. when we are at the competition, feeling your energy and feeling all the support is very important for us. And it makes us keep going. So thank you so much. Yes. So guys, listen, please listen to Andrea. Cheer, to borrow Miss International, please cheer all women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and at this point, we're now on the final final portion of our interview, unfortunately. But uh, I wanna know Andrea, because expectations are very, very high following your Miss World finish in 2017. But yeah. how about you? What are your expectations going into Miss Universe? Well, my expectations about myself are that, um, well, I know that I'm very prepared for this. I feel so confident about myself because now I feel more mature. Now I actually know who I am and why I am competing at Miss Universe. So I am pretty sure that the results at Miss Universe are going to be great. I don't have mm -hmm. a doubt about it. And I also know that everything that happens, happens for a reason. And if I'm here, it's for a reason. And my expectations for the competition, well, they're very high. I mean, I've seen Miss Universe for years and mm -hmm. 
I, I'm expecting something big. I know it's been hard because of the situation that we are living, but in spite of that, I know that it's going to be such an amazing experience and another way to meet all the girls, all the contestants and have a great time. And I, there's also a question that people always ask me like, what are you afraid of the competition? And yes. I have to say that the thing that I'm most afraid of is not be able to enjoy it. Because sometimes I I go hard on myself that, that I ask a lot. Uh, I, I, I really want to do great. And sometimes I forget to enjoy things. And that's something that I don't want to happen at the universe. I am going to enjoy every single mm -hmm. part of the competition. I'm going to try to talk with all the girls and get to know them and get to know a little bit about their culture and a little bit about yes. themselves and how they live their lives in their countries. So that's what I'm uh, I'm I'm waiting for. That's what mm. that's our, are my expectations of Miss Universe. Yeah. I, I, I see on the comments that a lot of fans are comparing your journey to Catriona Grid because both of you went to Miss World and did not win and now compete. you're going to compete in Miss Universe like her. So I want yes. to ask you the same question that was asked to Catriona in one of her interviews before Miss Universe. Andrea, how badly do you want the crown? <laughs> well, I mean, I want it so bad. That's why I'm here and mm -hmm. that's why I have went through everything um that's why i was not afraid of joining mexicano universal after all the criticism that's why i left my family i left my city my home and i am not afraid of what i have to do in order to get to that crown but always with my values always remembering who i am and not trying to to step on anybody in order to win it i'm gonna win it fairly and yes. uh well, well, yeah, I I am ready for it. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing that you're willing to sacrifice to get the crown, what would it be? Well, I have sacrificed lots of things already. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I guess, um, I mean, I, I don't mind going to anywhere around the world in order to, to have it or in order to be in the universe. So I would sacrifice not being in Mexico. I would sacrifice not being near family. Mm, but I would never sacrifice who I really am, my personality. That's something that I'm not going to change mm -hmm. anytime. Yes. So now we're back with Amir. Amir Sorry, guys. Your next, your <laughs> next question. Uh, again, I'm, I'm trying to open Drew. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll ask it. Yes, Drew. Andrea, if you could name us three things that you think could help you win the crown, what would that three things be? My determination, mm -hmm. my competitiveness, and my love for everything that I do. I have always believed that you have to really love what you're doing in order to be successful, in order to feel successful. And I'm very competitive. I love competitions, and I really enjoy the all the the days that we are, are at Mexican Universal, at Miss World, at Miss Universe. 
actually uh, get making the people get to know you and all the process that you have to go through in order to win the crown. I love that. Wow. Okay, Drew, I'm already now in. So, okay, in a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest and 10 being the highest, how prepared is Andrea for Miss Universe? Well, I have to say a 10. I mean, I have to feel ready. <laughs> if I don't believe I'm ready, no one else is going to believe I'm ready. So. Yeah, I agree. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> and I have, I have to say, Andrea, after this interview, I'm sure a lot of fans would agree with you that it's a 10 out of 10. You're prepared. Yes. Oh, thank you and so much. I can see it also that you are so ready. I mean, if okay. tomorrow is Miss Universe, wow, you're ready. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's that's what I always try to, to think. Like, if they call me and they say, you have to go to the Miss Universe competition tomorrow, I have to be ready for that. And you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you're capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. And Drew, before Andrea, before he will have to ask the uh, you know the other question, I just want to ask Andrea. You guys have you Andrea with the rest of the candidates have already know a group chat, right? Sorry. You you already have a group chat with the rest of the candidates now. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't think no. I I'm I mean I am not in the group chat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> My God, the your question. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but, but Andrea already mentioned earlier that she's very excited to meet all of the girls, to know yeah. all the cultures. And I'm sure the rest of the girls are also excited to know a bit about Mexico through you. Yeah, so now it's time for the past or go questions. Oh my this test okay. go question is one of the most asked by the fans, but we want to give you the liberty to say yes or no in answering the question. So it's on our private chat here. And we'll, I'll give you a few moments to actually read it and to think about it. So, okay. It? Um, I don't see any questions yet. Okay, I'll, I will resend it. It's on the private chat on the right, yeah, right side I'm of on the, the private chat. I'm resending it now. So there. Okay, I see one. Oh, so I like write the answer or just it's up to you. Yeah. You, you, you will, you will either... say first, okay. you can either okay, pass. Okay. Or you can go and no, answer. I, I, I think I, I want to answer that. Um, okay, okay. Should I read the question. I love it. <laughs> okay, I will, I will, I will, I will read the question. Okay, okay. so guys, this uh, are you guys like controversy? That, <laughs> to all the fans, this is a rare chance that uh, a guest said yes to answering your question. So the question is: Aside from yourself, who do you think are your biggest competition in the upcoming Miss Universe? Okay. First, I have to say that it's very hard to answer those kind of questions because I don't know the girls in person. We haven't met yet. So it is very hard because I always say that the competition starts when you get to to the city and when you're all together. However, there is a girl that I believe that is so sweet, so authentic, so uh, full of energy. And 
when I see her, I think that that's the kind of Miss Universe that I would like to have. And I have to say that is Daniela Fakir. Daniela. Yeah. Yes. So there, guys, Andrea, Andrea answered your question. So <laughs> thank you, Andrea, for giving me answering the Pasadena one. And now, this the last question that I would ask you: fill in the blank. I am Andrea Mesa from Mexico, and I am blank. Okay, I am Andrea Miss Universe Mexico, and I am a confident woman, and I am a person that stands for women rights and that wants to stop the gender violence. I am a very competitive woman that is always in the search of pursuing her dreams. And that's why I'm here at Miss Universe. And the purpose of being here is to keep inspiring people because I believe that's what a Miss Universe should be. She's an ambassador for the country and of the world. And it's a, a woman that inspires others to also pursue their own dreams and goals. This is Andrea Mesa. Once again, Andrea, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on Thank Digital. you so much. Sorry, I wasn't I wasn't clapping because I was holding this down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank <you so> much. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yeah. And we also have to thank, thank you, Drew, to um to her national director, Lupita Jones, for allowing Andrea yes, to be Lupita, thank, thank you very much. For gamely answering questions and for entertaining me, even it's like morning in Mexico or I don't know what time is it. Thank you, Ophelia. I have, yeah. I have, I have one question, Andrea. Before I, before we say goodbye, just really one quick one. Yeah. Do you belong to the same organization as Nebai Torres? I'm sorry, if I was. Do you belong? Do you belong to the same organization or directorship with Nebai Torres? Oh yeah, Nebai. She was part of Mexican Universal too. Okay. A few years ago. And yeah. because when you, every time you mentioned. Nice Every time you mentioned Guadalajara, the first thing that came into my mind was Nebai. It's like, oh, yeah. Guadalajara is yeah. Nebai. Nebai lives in Guadalajara, and I actually met her there when I, when I lived there. Okay. I got to, to meet her with her like a couple of times. She's a really nice girl. Okay, yeah, because uh, I spent a lot of time with Nebai when she was here in Japan, and I uh, just want to say hi to you, hello to the people of Guadalajara. Oh. I really, I would really love to visit Guadalajara because that's she always tells me that I have to visit Guadalajara. I have to be in Chihuahua. You'll have you have know. to. <laughs> I, I I forgot to to tell you that I'm also uh, the tourism ambassador from Chihuahua. Wow. Yes. So mm -hmm. you have to come to Mexico, of course, Guadalajara. Oh Mexico, my God. You have to go to Chihuahua and you have to take the, the trip on the train. I'm sure you're going to love it, guys. Anytime you want, okay. you are welcome. Just let me know and I'll <laughs> oh, arrange everything so that you have an amazing time. Okay? okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Looking forward to it. So before we let you go, Andrea, we just want to ask you for your quick uh, message to all your fans. You can also speak in Spanish and you can also ask them to vote for you on the Miss Universe app. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm going to say it both in English and in Spanish for everyone that does not speak Spanish. Thank you for all the support. I really appreciate all your messages. I'm always reading them. Thank you for always being there for me. I I feel so grateful for that because I have been on the other side where people didn't believe in me. And now having all this huge support is very, very meaningful. And I want to invite you to vote for me on the Miss Universe app. 
it's very, very easy. You have to download it, create uh, a username, uh, and then just find my photo, my profile, and vote. If you want to vote once, or if you want to spend money on me, <laughs> so if you make it into the top 21, well, feel free to do it. <laughs> Eh, y gracias chicos a todos los que hablan español gracias por estar conectados, gracias por todo el apoyo los quiero, los adoro, les mando muchísimos besos, de verdad que aprecio mucho todo el apoyo que me han estado dando como ya lo dije en inglés eh, he estado también en el otro lado en donde la gente por mucho tiempo no creyó en mí y ahora que, que tengo tantas personas que, que me aprecian y que creen en mí, que me están apoyando en este nuevo proyecto que es Miss Universo de verdad que me llena el corazón y se los agradezco siempre, voy a estar siempre agradecida con ustedes y los invito a que descarguen la aplicación de Mis Universos si no la han descargado, a que creen su usuario, busquen mi perfil, voten por mí, pueden votar una vez gratis y si quieren gastar dinero pues eh, son libres de hacerlo, hay diferentes paquetes de, de votos que está vendiendo la aplicación de Mis Universos. Se los agradezco siempre, love you everyone. Oh once God. again, once again, thank you so much, Andrea, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank we'll you see you soon. And thank you again, very much. We would like to say thank you to Mexicana Universal Organization for allowing us to have you in this interview, especially to your national director, Lupita Jones, and to Miss Ophelia. Thank you so, so much. And to all Mexican there watching right now. Hi, Muchas guys. gracias. Muchas gracias. And also to Andrea Toscano. Hello. Ah, sí. Saludos, Andrea. <laughs> she gave me this one. She's the one who gave me this. It's, it's like her national costume, right? Yeah, it was her national yeah. costume. Oh, yeah. we didn't ask you about your national costume, but okay. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Do you want to know? <laughs> yes, yes. You want to share? Okay. Well, my national costume is not a secret because during the Mexican Universal competition, We have also the national customs competition. And the one that won is the Alebrije. So it's mm -hmm. like a fiction figure we have here. I don't really know how to explain it. Well, it's a, a combination of different animals and it's super colorful. And it comes from Oaxaca, Mexico. And that's the, my national costume. It's super big, colorful. It has beautiful wings. And I think mm -hmm. I'm a mixture of uh maybe like a, a bird and a, a horse something like that i'm sure you're gonna love it uh as mm -hmm. much as i love it wow i'm so excited mm -hmm. to see it mm -hmm. I, thank I just, you i just look at the photo oh, yeah. i think it's this one drew has the photo over there but i, I don't know if you can actually see it because it looks Ooh. bright but but it's wow. very colorful it is super colorful okay. i will ask thank you so I can post it in the social media, if it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yes, yes. I mean, it's, it's um, the social so media. Ophelia, so, Ophelia, if you're watching right now, please send me the photos. So once again, Amazing. once again, thank you, Andrea. And thank you. We'll see you soon. Best of luck, was, Andrea. Good luck. Thanks. It was really nice meeting you, Stephen, Amir, and Drew. Thank you so much for your time. And I have one question for you. Are you going to... Um, Miami, well, to Hollywood, Florida. Oh. I wish we could go. Oh. Yeah. We're still, we're we're still in lockdown here there. in Manila. We have someone I, who is going to go there. I think, yeah, someone is going to go there. I, yeah. I'm not sure, yeah. Because, yeah, it's okay. still difficult to travel here from Philippines. Still many restrictions yeah. here. 
And there was no pandemic, probably would have gone there, but you know, the quarantine yeah. and the swab tests and all those things. You know, Andrea, Andrea, if you can visit Philippines, tell us. Ooh, let us know. I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, um, uh, I hope that I can meet you in the United States. If not, I'm sure we're gonna meet. Uh, at some point of our lives. <laughs> thank yes. you so yes, much. Yes, yes, yes. That's very yeah. sweet of you, Andrea. And thank you, thank you once again. We'll thank you, you very much. Thank you very day. much. Have a great day. Thanks. Good, good night to Stephen and to all of you. It's good nice night. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's past midnight or it's one o'clock oh in the God. morning. Well, it's thank you for, for staying up this late. <laughs> it's okay. It's always our okay. pleasure. Thank you once again, Andrea, and um, have a great day. Sending you lots of kisses. <laughs> so that's it. That was uh, Miss Universe Mexico, Andrea Meza. Before we end this live, Stephen, what do you think of her chances in Miss Universe? Anyway, I think a lot of people are now <laughs> changing their list and <laughs> they're going to put Andrea on their I'm top sure. five. <laughs> you know, one I'm sorry. She's sure uh, ready. Yeah, she she is yes. so eloquent. She there's a reason why she was a winner of uh, Mexicana Universal, and I know this organization. They 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 really mean business, and they are really very serious about capturing the Miss Universe crown. In the same way that they are also very serious in capturing the Miss International crown. So who knows? You know, maybe we don't know whether they're gonna win their th which which of the two pageants will they win their third crown? Is it the Miss Universe or is it the Miss International? <laughs> Because they are now gunning for the third win, you know. So yes, we'll, yes, for both, pageants. for both and, pageants. So we'll see. Will, yeah, will, it, be and, will, will it be Andrea Meza or will it be Yuri Diadoran? So, <laughs> well, Drew, yeah, uh, uh, you remember um, Miss Universe? It is during here in front from from France. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. I have the same feeling for her. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think I told you already, right? And the authenticity yeah, yeah. when she speaks, you know, she really knows what she's talking about. She's not saying things because she wants to please people. She's not saying things that people want to hear. She really speaks what's really inside her, you know, and me being involved in the Miss International Organization, I have met a lot of girls who, 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 who fake things mm -hmm. up. You know, like who, who are not real, and I can sense that Andrea is one person, one delegate or miss who is really very real. Yeah, I think so. And th that is, and that is my professional opinion. You know, like from someone who has been involved with this and having met a lot of girls personally, and you know, picking them up from the airport. <laughs> Actually, Stephen, I also like her styling now. Her looks. Yeah, she she. Like what she said, she has um, become more mature. She knows exactly herself. So that's why she knows what, what works on her, uh, unlike in her previous pageant. Although she was already good enough as well in, in the Miss World Beauty pageant. But, you know, a lot of things could happen in three or four years. And uh, you grow and you, you improve, basically. And by the way, before we end the live, I just want to give a shout out to one of the viewers from Mexico, I think, Amar Shamo Sonawi. Thank you, Amar, for watching. He messaged me right now. Amar, thank you. He said that the yeah. interview with Andrea was so great. Thank you, Missology. Thank, thank you. you thank you. Thank and you. And I just want to promote, uh, please tune in again on Sunday, 11 a.m. Czech Republic time and 5 p.m. Manila time because we will be having former Miss, 
Ms. Earthwater, and Miss Universe Czech Republic 2020, Clara Vavruskova. This is going to be another fun, fun interview, so please do check it out. So, And also, if you want to watch our previous episodes, you can go to our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Thank you to our more than 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. We love you all. You can also listen to our podcast on Anchor.fm or Spotify. So see you all again next time. And Good night, everyone. Time, Drew, again, once again, thank you to all the Mexican um, who are watching right now. Thank you, guys. To all the Filipinos as well. To everyone watching. Thank you. Thank you, so thank you. Thank you guys. What the hell? Like, it's me. You say, oh my god. They was like, holy, holy deep. Was this going on? Because even now, I, I, I get like speechless. Why is it important for people to have a good time? You do not know how to speak your mind. You're not going to give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty queen doesn't mean perfection. Now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. Let's <laughs> go, go. My wave became, became the Miss International wave. Right, Stephen? <laughs> I have become a patent. Ito naman yung bumabasa. Oh my God. I would just want it to be that I gave something back that made them happy. Money or love? Love.